You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Hola, oleic olive ologists and oligarchs. Welcome to Good Job Brain, your weekly quiz show and offbeat trivia podcast. Today's show is episode 243. And of course, I'm your humble host, Karen. And we are your brill and chill quills with skills who grill about free refills. <laughs> I'm Colin. And I'm Chris. Now, if you're not from America, free refill is <laughs> when you drink all your soda at the restaurant, they immediately come and they, and they bring you more at no extra cost. That's one of the things that like, there's like Reddit threads that are like, what surprised you about America, non-Americans? And it's like, people sit down at the restaurant, and they just start chugging their drink really fast. <laughs> it's like, why are you doing that? You're going to run out of drink. And then they come and they give them more. And that really messed me up. Yeah. <laughs> America. America. more. Yep. I mean, or the dream scenario where there's just a dispenser open to anyone with a cup and able that's to just, just come crazy. up there and just, yeah. yep, that's yep. that's truly America. Now we got Coca-Cola Freestyle because not even that was good enough for Americans. We got we to have the Coca-Cola Freestyle machine. Most of the flavors are empty, but you can make some cherry yes. diet mellow yellow. No problem. <laughs> it's always out. Like, it the flavors are never complete. Like, okay, maybe the cherry, <laughs> there's some, but like... They have ginger. I'm always like, oh, let's try ginger and nothing comes out. Like, what? <laughs> cherry mellow yellow. <laughs> Diet cherry mellow yellow. But you, can al- you can always get the Dasani. <laughs> well, I have some news to share. Some very did exciting. Uh, well, yes, something did happen, Chris. Uh, as, as you heard here on this very show, uh, NASA smashed a ship into yes. an asteroid. Yay. The, uh, yeah. And as uh, so uh, the, the DART mission, they were trying to crash a spacecraft into uh, an asteroid, see if you could alter the orbit of the asteroid <gasps> as part of a larger experiment to see if, hey, if we needed to, if there was an asteroid coming to hit the Earth, could we nudge it off course? And the results are in, <gasps> guys. The results <laughs> are <laughs> in <laughs> that it worked. The DART yeah. mission worked. Yay. Yes, according to NASA, this is the NASA press release analysis of data obtained over the past two weeks by the DART investigation team shows the spacecraft's <gasps> kinetic impact with its target asteroid, Dimorphos, successfully altered the asteroid's orbit. This marks humanity's first time purposely changing the motion of a celestial object and the wow. first full-scale demonstration of asteroid deflection technology. Wow. We are gods. It's it's pretty cool. And so they, they confirmed this because they know that prior to DART's impact, uh, Dimorphos took uh, just under 12 hours to complete an orbit around its parent asteroid, uh, Didymos. After the collision, uh, they now confirm that it completes the orbit in about uh, half an hour less, meaning yes. it's shortened the orbit. It's closer, and they proved it. <laughs> yep, it proof of concept worked. Uh, so that is amazing. It's really incredible. It's really incredible. So let's go technology now. That's nice. In a related discovery of my very own, just thirty seconds before we started recording here, I found that if you go to Google and if you enter Dart Mission as the search term. You get a very neat little Easter egg as one of Google's search results. Oh, really? 
Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> oh, that's cool. So wow, if it's still awesome. if it's still running at the time this episode airs, I encourage you. Oh, yeah, gosh. go to Google and put in Dart Mission. Yeah. Wow, right. that's we, so cool. We did it. We, we did it. Everybody. We did it. We did it. I also have news on Jeopardy, Celebrity Jeopardy. There was a question about one of our favorite animals that we talk about on the show, Mm -hmm. which is the rare blue lobster. Ah. The rare blue lobster uh, showed up, showed up in Jeopardy. And here is the answer, the clue, the answer. (laughs) Here's the answer. It says, in 2020, a rare blue this was rescued from becoming dinner at the chain restaurant Red This. (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations, Red Lobster at Cuyahoga Falls for uh, being on Jeopardy. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, they may be rare in the ocean, but I feel like in the news cycle, we're hearing about blue lobsters (laughs) far more than I hear about Mm -hmm. a red lobster. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Woo. Well, all right. Without further ado, let's jump into our first general trivia segment, Pop Quiz! Hot shot! Here we go. I have a random Trivial Pursuit card from the box, and you guys have your barnyard buzzers. Let's answer some questions. Here we go. Blue Wedge. In France, a charcuterie is similar to an American delicatessen. True or false? Chris. False. Wait. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna actually say true, not false. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're calling. Do you want to weigh in? Uh, I, I'll, I'll agree with Chris. I don't think it's a trick. I don't I don't think we're like some second Sorry. level trick. Here. In yeah. France, a charcuterie is similar to an American delicatessen. It yeah. is true. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. We think of charcuterie as like the board with the meats and the cheese. Or the, that, the stuff itself. Yeah, but, at yeah. a party. But right. it is a place. It refers to... Uh, Where you go to get meat sliced. Yep, 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 yep. Okay. Uh, prepared meat store. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Pink wedge for pop culture. Didn't we just get a... Okay, here's the question. I'll just read it. Go on and just give us the question, yeah. Ryan Gosling and Justin Timberlake appeared in which TV show together as kids? Oh, oh! Uh, yeah. Wait, uh, is it the new Mickey Mouse Club? Close, <laughs> close. Oh no, the real Try new again. Mickey Mouse Club. New Adventures of the Mickey today's, Mouse Club. Today's Adventures the of the new original. Mouse Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The new original. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, Colin, do you remember? <sighs> I was going to say the new Mickey Mouse Club. <laughs> okay, too. Yeah, it? yeah. What it was is it? The all new. <laughs> the okay. the all new. That's t- that's Mickey tough Mouse because Club. like the average. I only knew that because it's like. We had this question that we said the Mickey Mouse Club, and you're just like, no, yeah. well, it's called the all-new Mickey Mouse Club. <laughs> That's a tough question to, to get that exactly right. Next question, Yellow Edge. Mohammed Mossadegh was the democratically appointed leader of the parliament of which nation? Democratically appointed leader of the parliament of which nation? Colin. Mm, Iran. Yes! Yes, it is Iran. Mm. Cold War fears of communism led to his ouster mm. in 1953. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, next question. Purple Wedge, what does the hashtag TBT stand for? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris. Throwback Thursday. <laughs> Throwback Thursday, correct. Are there other days? Are there hashtags for other days? <laughs> oh. Well, there used to be like follow Fridays, right? Oh, Wasn't follow there? Follow Friday. Yeah. Friday. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, man. That was a simpler, more innocent time. All right. Green Wedge. Next question. 
Which of the following is not a fruit? Mm. Oh, jeez. Okay, okay. Pumpkin, avocado, mm. or rhubarb? <laughs> Call it. Uh, pumpkin is not a is not, is not a fruit. Not a fruit. Is rhubarb. Okay. Rhubarb. It is rhubarb. Rhubarb. It looks like celery. It does, isn't it? It's like per, it's like red. red it looks like celery. kind of a purple celery. Mm. Yeah. I wonder what it tastes like fresh. What if it tastes like grape celery? And we did we we've just been <sighs> ignoring it this whole time. <laughs> That's a marketing failure. If it tasted right. like grape celery, they should be selling it as grape <laughs> celery. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Last question. Orange wedge. In swimming, does the abbreviation DPS stand for distance per second, stroke, or session? Oh, gosh. Hmm. So again, Mm -hmm. in swimming, does the abbreviation DPS stand for distance per second, stroke, or session? Colin. I will say per stroke. Correct. It is stroke. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is a session? <laughs> yeah, they just had to have a third. Um, just, you right, got to yeah, have three yeah, yeah. for the multiple choice. Yep. Not damage per damage second. Damage per second. <laughs> that's what, that's yeah. what I was like. Oh, yeah. DPS. <laughs> All right. Good job, brains. For this week's episode, actually, I want to ask you guys, mm-hmm. what what are some uh, particular things you guys do to relax after a long day? I'm curious. What do you guys do? <sighs> I have my very strange set of rituals. (laughs) Uh, More nights than not, I will certainly uh, begin the evening by opening a nice uh, beer to drink for myself. Okay. I don't know. Maybe I never relax. Maybe maybe, maybe that's... Maybe that's the problem. Uh, I think I... I, Probably reading is very relaxing to me. Mm -hmm. Like paper books? I have two guilty pleasures to help me relax. One is reruns of the Great British Bake Off. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Um, and the other thing is, I'm one of those people who really like, not pimple-popping videos, but specifically blackhead popping oh, videos. I know mm-hmm. it's so gross and so weird, but like to me, it's so fulfilling. Just satisfying. <laughs> yeah, satisfying. It makes me feel so clean. Uh, but, but specifically blackheads, nothing else. I, I mean, th- they wouldn't okay. be popular if it was just you. So yeah, you're 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 not alone. So this week, it's all about blackheads. <laughs> A whole hour. <laughs> this week, we're going to be talking about things that relieve stress, that makes us feel good, chill things. So this week, sit back and relax. So here I have a quiz titled Wind It Down. Mm-hmm. Wind It Down. Trivia questions about popular things and rituals that people do to relax. So uh, I invite you to uh, take a take a journey with me. I'm <laughs> relaxing already. This will be a write down quiz. All right. So, well, let's start off with bath time. You see it in the movies, the big luxurious tub some people use bubble baths and some prefer bath bombs. You know, those mm. effervescent bath mm-hmm, bombs. Mm-hmm. The bath bomb was originally called aqua fizzlers, aqua fizzler, <laughs> and was okay. invented and patented by the founder of what company? Ooh. Oh. The bath bomb, originally okay. called aqua fizzlers, 
was invented and patented by the founder of what company? Okay. All right, here we go. Answers up. Chris says Lush. Colin says Alka-Seltzer. Chris is correct. <laughs> oh, I did it, Ram? Oh, my wow. gosh. It is Lush. Because when you walk into the Lush stores, it's just all like the bath bombs all over yes. the place. And the, the person who founded Lush invented it or patented Whoa. it. Oh, um, wow. Colin, Mo Constantine, she's the inventor. She was inspired by Alka-Seltzer. Yeah, I mean, I always, you know, I mean, not joke. It really does. It just seems it like an Alka-Seltzer for your body. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah. Um, it pretty much kind of works the same way. It's <laughs> just on, on a bigger scale. Uh, mm. The two main ingredients in a bath bomb, baking soda and like a weak acid. When it's dry, it's not reacting. But once uh... it touches water, the two parts react the fizzing is carbon dioxide mm. part of that reaction but yeah <laughs> good job chris you're so shocked wow i can't believe it all right let's add some aromatherapy to the mix lavender is known to be a very calming scent so tell me what is the etymology of the word lavender where did lavender get its name what's the etymology etymological root of mm-hmm. lavender Okay, I may I may be overthinking here with my Spanish and French. Um, oh, that's that's always a safe that's always a safe know. way to go. Yeah, I All don't right. know. Answers. Uh, Colin says washing. Yeah. Chris says washing. You guys are correct. Mm. Lavatory, lav, wash. Right. Mm. right. Why? The the Romans used to infuse lavender in the water for bath and for mm. washing clothes and linens and oh. stuff. The true, the true sign of a relaxing spa experience is, of course, putting cucumber slices on your eyes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in every cartoon, it, it's such, <laughs> it's such a visual trope. Absolutely. So here's a question for you: What classic movie star, famous for her eyes, popularized cucumber facials by saying it was part of her beauty routine? Wow. Hmm. What classic movie star, famous for her eyes, popularized cucumber facials by saying famous it was for her part eyes. of her beauty routine? Hmm. Okay. All yeah. right. Okay. All right. Answers up. <laughs> Colin says <laughs> Betty Davis. Chris says Betty Davis. It is Betty Davis. Okay. Ah. She would put vaseline and then cucumbers on her eyes i remember once as a kid like my sister and i asked our mom like hey mom can you try you know <laughs> knock yourselves out kids yeah yeah and so like you know we put them on there and we're both just kind of like sitting there Lord. like well <laughs> we can't see anything like I, I don't know i don't know what we thought we were waiting for like yeah. to feel rejuvenated or something maybe at mm-hmm. you know like eight and 11 years old i don't know what we were expecting yeah <laughs> And of course, the trope of like, then you eat the cucumber and it's like, oh, we absolutely (laughs) ate the cucumbers. (laughs) So strange. Uh, All right. Uh, Next question. Seven Italian brothers started their namesake company by first producing wooden propellers here in Berkeley, California. It wasn't until the son of one of the brothers was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis that led to their most famous invention. Name this invention or company. I'll say it again. Whoa. Seven Italian brothers, seven, seven, mm. all in the family, 
started their namesake company by first producing wooden propellers here in Berkeley, California. It wasn't until the son of one of the brothers was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis that led to their most famous invention. Mm. Name this invention or company. No. I... Remember the theme. We're yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty, pretty sure. Pretty sure. Pretty sure. All right. Answers predates up. a lot of things, but oh, says, oh. rocking chair, and Colin says jacuzzi. It is there jac- we go. jacuzzi named after the, the jacuzzi family. family. Yeah, gotcha. seven brothers of the jacuzzi family. <laughs> well. Bath time is nice, and now it's time for a nightcap. Some might indulge in a bit of a liquor. Uh, some might drink a warm glass of milk. There's tryptophan in it, uh, and, and it's warm, so it helps people you know, relax and, and hopefully go to sleep. But tell me, what non-alcoholic brand name drink was once advertised as the world's best nightcap? Despite also mm. being advertised as a fortified morning drink with vitamins. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, what non-alcoholic brand name drink was once advertised as the world's best nightcap? Hmm. Despite also being advertised as a fortified morning drink with vitamins. I, I think I know. I, I have a I think guess. I've got it. Okay, all right. All right. Answers up. Colin says Ovaltine and Chris says Ovaltine. You're correct. It is Ovaltine. <laughs> I'm more like, correct though because it was I, yeah, I said you're sure. Clarity. You're sure. Then, yeah. Yep, I'm sure that's correct. that that's that's the drink they just marketed as like the, the absolute health benefits of Yes. <laughs> so we'll get you at either end of the day. If you don't exactly. buy it in the morning, yes! we'll get you to buy yep. it at night. Yep. <laughs> but man, did they really, really double down on the nighttime drink stuff. I was combing uh... through vintage ads. And here, I actually have a page, and I, I have to call this out. It's a vintage Ovaltine ad touting, you know, the benefits of, of Ovaltine. So they did like a little infographic. You know, they're like comparing things. So here the ad says, what you get in two glasses of Ovaltine. <laughs> All right. Get this. More vitamin C than three quarters pound of sirloin steak. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The standard reference for vitamin C. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sirloin yeah. steak. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> more vitamin D than 10 ounces of butter. <laughs> Ten, you know, as the average American would have, you know, every day. (laughs) And more, quote, food energy than two servings of ice cream. (laughs) What on earth? Fantastic. It's like a back a time when they didn't really fact these things, you know. This is is just pure. This is from the era of like nine out of ten doctors recommend menthol cigarettes for your (laughs) Yeah. Uh, okay. <clears throat> All right. Next question. In 1875, Helen Rowley patented something called a face glove, which is an <laughs> early cousin of what current popular skincare product today? Wow. Okay. Um, In 1875, Helen Rowley patented something called a face glove, which mm-hmm. is an early cousin of what current popular skincare product today? This thing literally is a face glove. 
hopefully that clarifies things today <laughs> that uh that is something like that okay uh, as a hannibal lecter look right. yeah it's kind of what yeah. i was imagining yeah or like old yeah. school uh hockey mask maybe mm-hmm. yeah it's the ancestor of something that is used today today a generic product or like a, pr- a generic like a... product okay okay all right not a name brand okay a generic okay. product all right okay. i gotta all guess right. uh I want to guess something, but I can't even. I'm just really skincare. trying to wrap my head around like skincare, but like something that you put on your face, like a, a an object that you put on your face, or just like really. <laughs> All right, answers up. Uh, Chris says those nose strip things, and ah. Colin says skin peel slash mask. You know what? You're in all in the same family. I'm looking for sheet mask. Uh, sheet oh, masks. Oh, okay. oh yeah, I yeah, know yeah, what those yeah. Were called. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sheet masks. Yeah, they're uh, if you if you don't know, they're a face shaped felt sheet of felt soaked in skincare liquid goop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it has like eye holes and nose holes and mouth holes, and you put it on your face. Um, you know, moisturize your face. And finally, it is bedtime. Uh, we're parents, so that we know some kids and actually some adults. Um, like specific individuals in my family find comfort in a security blanket security (laughs) blanket what author popularized the term security blanket oh author oh geez hmm okay i'm not gonna call out who it is in my family Jennifer Chu, who still has a <laughs> security blanket from when she was a baby. <laughs> All right, okay. I I would have mine, but I accidentally set it on fire once. So oh, nice. I have mine. I have that's, mine. That's on and, brand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Answers up. Chris says Charles Schultz. Colin says Charles Schultz. It is Charles oh. Schultz. Interesting. Yeah. Creator yeah. of Peanuts. Uh, Linus, one of the first characters to really have a public, a very public display of affection <laughs> with mm-hmm. his uh, with his security blanket. And um, Charles Schultz described it as security and happiness blanket. And that term ah. kind of just stuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Security blanket. Huh. I didn't know you had one, Colin. Yeah, and in fact, I had a blue security blanket. I, you know, security blanket is not actually really what I had. I had a blue blanket that I love, but like I didn't tote it around outside the house for things like yeah, like yeah, Linus. Yeah. All right. Well, good job, brains. Woo! Well, I have some exciting new information and cutting edge technology updates to share with you all. On even a, more? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Even more. Yeah. From out in space, right back to our home planet here. Uh, in fact, some updates on a topic I first covered all the way back in 2015. Wow. Uh, I went back to check. Yes. Uh, what episode number? Uh, it was episode number 148. This was a, our, our trash episode. In fact, um, I have some exciting developments to share in the field of PITW. Pooping in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> yes, all the way back in April 2015. I can hardly believe it. Our, our trash episode where we first learned where we first learned from Chris about the Mobro the 4000, trash? the floating trash. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good job, Brain. Uh, classic. Uh, but yeah, on that episode, I, I, I related uh, some tales about how to, you know, poop in the woods, kind of from a trash angle and good philosophy of if you pack it in, 
you pack it out kind of leave no trace <laughs> principles right mm-hmm. um and uh, i had a a question on the quiz i'll, I'll give you guys the question here a throwback and see if you remember okay. the question was multiple choice if you poop in the woods is it best to a bury your toilet paper along with your poop okay. b mm-hmm. burn your toilet paper in the fire or c pack out your toilet paper with you Pack it out with you. Most campers, hikers, backpackers will do A, which is they, they'll they bury it. They'll bury, they'll dig a little hole, call it a cat hole, dig it, you know, six or eight inches deep, do uh-huh. your business in there, cover it all up, put your toilet paper in there. But C, packing it out with you is really the best. Yeah, packing out the toilet paper with you. It's like picking um, up doggy poop, you know? It is, you know. Um, <laughs> Maybe it hits weird when it's your own poop and you have to, yeah. Like, yeah 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 i'll certainly say b burn poop in a fire (laughs) is going to be bad for everybody you animals mother nature yeah it's also not good because it can as it catch fire leave the fire and float away and now you've got kind of little uh little poop lantern flying off into the distance behind you and which is beautiful which is beautiful in its own way uh, Mm -hmm. to be a celebration of a holiday or something it's like like entangled yeah Yeah, until it lands in a pine tree and you have to have a very uncomfortable conversation with the uh with the trees Oh. Yeah. Um, so how does this tie into relaxation, Colin? Where? How did we get here on the relaxation episode? Poop. So I'm feeling uh, very relaxed just talking yeah. about this. Yeah. Well, last week uh, I was camping in Utah with a friend of mine doing some desert camping along what's called the Hole in the Rock Road. Now, the Hole in the Rock Road could be its own Good Job Brain segment, honestly. Really? Oh, okay. One part of camping out in the rough like that, though, that a lot of people do not find very relaxing is how do you poop in the woods? So there have been some advances since the last time I talked Whoa. to you guys about this, at least right. at least right. new to me, all right? I'm so I'm going to read you guys. This is the headline from an article on the website, adventurejournal.com. Burying your poop is out. Wag bags are in. Yes. Uh, by author Molly Absalon from earlier this year. So wag bags. Yeah. When I was getting ready for this trip, getting ready for this trip, part of the trip was we were going to go check out a place called Coyote Gulch, which is a canyon not far from the Hole in the Rock Road. And in Coyote Gulch, we read wag bags required for overnight stays. Wag bags. And I was like, wag bags. All right. So I got to do a little research. I thought I knew all about pooping in the woods. Mm-hmm. So what a wag bag is is a there's no real elegant way to say it but it is the the latest in technology for pooping in a bag in the woods so (laughs) the goal of the wag bag is you're you are doing your business right in the wag bag everything comes back out with you but this is not just some ordinary bag wag is uh an acronym (gasps) wag stands for waste alleviation and gelling now, oh, all right. So the wag bag consists of a scent-proof odor-blocking bag, outer bag, all right? And an inner bag where you do your business. Inside the inner bag has a super-absorbent gel powder developed by NASA yes. that immediately just grabs hold of your pee, your poo, whatever, you know, <laughs> bodily fluids you put in there, gels it up nice and firm, okay? Mm-hmm. And then there is a odor neutralizing catalyst powder that you sprinkle on top that breaks down your waste. So it, ah! it odor neutralizes it as well as converting it to safe material, right? 
So now, previously, up till now, prior to wag bags, if you were carrying your poop out in a bag, you're, you're doing right by the environment. You're doing right. right by the canyon and the desert or the woods mm. or the river. But yep. you, you're still, it's a biohazard. You've got, you know, yeah. human fecal matter in a bag. And most places are not going to be too happy of you disposing that in their trash. So it was, in fact, you know, sometimes hard to get rid of. Wow. But with the wag bags now, the your waste is neutralized and it's basically broken down. It's odor covered and it is safe to throw away like in a trash can at a trailhead or a ranger station oh, when you come in so off it the takes trail. The, the hazard away the it really does it takes the hazard away yep so i talked about you know a little bit like the leave no trace principles earlier and they in fact have specific principles around how to dispose of human waste all right so they've got four principles that the leave no trace org recommends which okay. is one okay. minimize water contamination two okay minimize social or aesthetic impacts, which is, you know, kind of a fancy way of saying smell. no no one wants to see your turd sitting on the ground, basically. <laughs> yeah, or smell it. Um, three, minimize the spread of disease. As I say, you know, fecal matter, disease vector, right? You know, yep. let's keep it away from things that we don't have to. And four, maximize decomposition. The wag bag solves all of these issues is here. this what they use in space or like similar like in terms of the powder and stuff at, at one point this was part of nasa's yeah kind of research into yeah human waste they've got very very fancy toilet technology now uh in in nasa but it has fallen to campers and recreational uh, uh, enthusiasts. It's like you're pooping in space, but that's how I like to think of it. Uh, so we were planning to go to visit, as I say, this canyon called Coyote Gulch. Spend a couple nights there, and we had read, in fact, that it's possible the rangers, you know, might do spot checks periodically, and if the ranger comes on you and says, oh. "Hey, where are your wag bags?" Like they might actually ask to see that you can prove you are going to carry your business out of the canyon with you. So uh, my friend and I, we bought some. We were ready to go. I mean, I don't know if I can say I was excited to do it, but we were prepared to do it. Uh, and then we ended up not going to visit this canyon. So oh. unfortunately- You didn't even did, get to use it? I did not get to use it. But Karen, I have a wag bag here with me right here. That You're going to go poop ready, right now? Ready to <laughs> Yeah. All right, dear listeners. In a good job first. Yeah. 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 No. Um, however, in the spirit- of countless uh, infomercials and TV commercials, what I do have is a big cup of some blue liquid, yes, which, blue as liquid. we all know, is the substitute for generic human bodily fluids. Uh, yes. So, yeah, uh, we're going to try and make this as exciting as we can for a, a radio audience. Okay. Here we go. So, we've got our blue liquid here substituting <laughs> for Colin's yes. uh, hey. bathroom business. <laughs> We've got the uh, the original wag bag here. Now, wag bag, I should note, is a registered trademark of oh. the clean waste company. So inside the wag bag, right, the go anywhere, uh, it includes the waste bag preloaded with poo powder. Poo powder also registered trademark. trademark of, yes, yeah. Uh, the gelling deodorizing agent, the zip closed disposal bag, the natural odor control and decay catalyst, one hand sanitizer, and it says oh. one, and it says one toilet paper, which I assume they mean one one serving, one portion yeah, of toilet yeah, yeah. paper, one square. All right, one so let's one let's ply. open this up. One one single ply. This is our outer bag, I believe. Okay, yeah, nice heavy plastic. So we've got yeah. this inner bag. Okay, so it's big. Oh yeah, here's our fresh nap moist towel. <laughs> American, a moist American towelette. Flag, a moist towelette. Yep. Here is our one toilet paper, which is <laughs> no, it's just pretty good. That's good. It's it's about 
10, maybe 12 individual squares of toilet paper. Okay. You know, yeah, yeah. it's 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 a nice gesture. It's a nice gesture. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Starbucks napkins. That. Yes. Wow, it's big. It's it's that's it's, tall. It's really big. I mean, yeah. They do sell little toilet kits that you can kind of clip this over on, you know, so oh, you can kind cool. of squat. Yeah, I, it is kind of cool. If you're car camping, maybe. But the bag is big. It's big. The, you don't need to aim really well. Like I think that's exactly to... what they're going for. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But your feet, uh, <laughs> your feet's outside of the bag, right? Like, I, I would certainly put my feet <laughs> outside of the bag. You don't get yeah. into the bag. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. It, I'm surprised that the lawyers didn't make them put on their please do not get inside bag yeah. <laughs> yeah. down in the bottom and I will uh-huh. try my best to show this here alright down in the bottom is really a very very small amount of powder I have to say the, the little gelling agent and the uh, poo powder uh, so, can all you right. put the powder in the, in the liquid instead of the liquid in the powder Ooh, just so we can see it that's a really good idea Karen good thinking we're going to put the powder into the blue liquid alright here we oh. go you got so much blue liquid. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. There we go. Whoa. It's in there. Oh, I can see. Whoa, it is turning into solid gel. There here. is not yeah, there's not a lot of wiggle with that uh with that water anymore. Yeah, I've got two cups here of uh blue liquid that is slowly <laughs> actually not that slowly, even pretty rapidly turning into gel here. Yeah. It's like a big jello shot. That's gross. It is, you can see it just moving up from the bottom. Yeah, so yeah, it's not yeah, yeah. to the bottom. It's just sort of moving up the bottom and just turning into a, a solid. Like a, I'm just, like just, a, I'm, oh, 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 it's getting oh, to the top. It's getting to the top. Yeah. It's getting to the top. It's getting to the top. Oh, look. It no oh. longer jiggles now. Wow. Oh, it, oh it's not coming out. <laughs> yeah. Look, I can turn it sideways now. Wow. It's like a, oh, it's like a blizzard. Yeah. No, don't do great. it over your computer. That's the point. That's, you, yeah. That's the point. You could do it. Yeah. So, yeah, just in the space of what, you know, not even 30 seconds there, it has captured yep. every single drop of that blue liquid. That's so, crazy. Yeah. Wow. So then, presumably, uh, you just wrap that up, stick it in the odorproof bag, and you just put it way down in the uh, nether part of your backpack where you don't need to think about it <laughs> until mm. you get back to the trailhead. Yep. Uh, in case you were just, you know, happened to just be listening to that old episode and thinking, oh, Colin doesn't know about wag bags. No, no, I, I know about wag oh, bags. Oh, we all know now. Now we, we all know, know about, about wag, wag bags. bags. Yeah, yep. yeah. The next time you are out camping somewhere, if you're curious, you know, hey, or maybe just kicking around at home, you know, who says you have or to maybe, be out in the yeah. woods? Yeah. Maybe you're just in the kitchen and don't want to walk across the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wag bags. Wow, we haven't done a a, a demonstration in a while. Remember it's... when we when, when <laughs> we ate all the the camping food like the freeze dry? Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That was great. All right, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to Good Job Brain. Smooth puzzles. Smart trivia. Good job, brain. I'd say one of the least relaxing and most stressful place to be is at the desk. It's where you do your office work. It's where you do your school work, your life work. And so, of course, knowing this, companies have been trying to invent and manufacture things you can put on your desk that helps you relieve some of that stress. Mm -hmm. So here I have a quiz about popular desk toys, classic ones and modern ones. I'm going to describe the toy in a very technical and scientific way. Okay. And see if you can identify the toy by its mechanical and scientific descriptions. And a lot of these desk toys are cool in a scientific way, too. Here we go. Buzz in with what you think the toy I'm describing is. All right. Here we go. The buoyancy of an icosahedron provides a response to a binary query. (laughs) Chris. Magic 8-Ball. Magic (laughs) 8-Ball. Today is the day that I did not confuse dodecahedron with icosahedron. (laughs) 20-sided versus 12-sided. I always get it mixed up. All right. A ball-bearing mechanism within two central rings that greatly reduces friction during rotation. Oh, Colin. Uh, Fidget spinner. Fidget spinner. Correct. All right. The impact of solids produces a compression wave that propagates through the intermediate solids, demonstrating the conservation of momentum and the conservation of energy. Oh, Chris. The ball clacky thing. Yes, the ball clacky. Newton's cradle. Newton's cradle, but yes, ball clacky thing. The metal balls. Just Uh, the, honestly, like that to me is just the the pinnacle of like 80s executive desk toys. You know what I mean? Just like, yeah. It is so cool. Like it really is is so cool. Next one. This is a little bit old school. I'm going to see if you guys know. When one end is wet, this heat engine turns heat into mechanical energy while demonstrating the combined gas law. Just in case you're, you don't know the combined gas law, it is a proportional relationship between temperature and pressure exerted by a gas in a constant volume. Colin, your guess. Is it the, is it the drinky, drinky, sippy bird? Yes, it's, it's the drinking bird. <laughs> yeah. Glass, it almost looks like a thermometer, but it's like a glass bulb and a glass kind of long tube and it's shaped like a bird and the bird wavers back and forth it almost seems like it's perpetual that it'll do it forever uh because of the the liquid and the gas inside the bulb but yeah sippy sippy bird toy <laughs> all right next one silica particles coated in hydrophobic compound that causes adherence popular with the kids chris yeah. 
Kinetic Sand. Kinetic Sand! It's basically just sand, but each sand particle is covered in oil. Yeah. And yeah. it causes them to kind of be moldable um, and also repels water. Yeah, and it's uh, uh, really just a, a sheer, sheer pleasure to try and get out of a toddler's hair. Let, let me yep. tell you, yeah. <laughs> really? Oh, that makes sense. You can't wash it. Out. All right, next one: a viscous and elastic liquid silicone that's a non-Newtonian fluid. Colin. Is that silly putty? Oh. It's silly putty. Yeah. Uh, Non-Newtonian fluid uh, for long periods of time. It kind of acts like a liquid, but for a short amount of time, it can act like a, a solid, elastic mm. solid. So it's like when, you know, you, you quickly, you can break a silly putty, but if you leave it out, it kind of like melts and spreads. But yeah, non-Newtonian fluid. And the last one, and this is more of a current invention Instead of my writing a uh, scientific description, this is how the inventor describes her own invention. She said it came from a dream, and I quote, Imagine a large field of breasts that you can push the nipple, a carpet of nipples that you can press from one side to the other. This is how she described her okay. own uh, invention. Chris. Is it a, a poppet? It's poppet. Wow. Poppet. Field of breasts. <laughs> wow yes came from a dream incredible but also and also bubble wrap yeah right, right, right. <laughs> yeah good job i don't know if i've talked about it on the show before but i always have to have something multiple things on my desk to fidget with constantly <gasps> really? or else. yeah and so like it used to be like bad things like i'd have pens on my desk and have the pen look I, i'm literally fidgeting with a pen right now because it's down here uh but it's like I would just like the, uh, the little clippy thing on the pen. I would mess with it until I would break it off. Things that, that I would like destroy, basically, you know? And so with the advent of like fidget spinners and stuff, first it was Silly Putty. I'd have like eggs and eggs of Silly Putty and, and just really? like use Silly Putty until it got gross and then throw it away and then open up another egg of Silly Putty. And finally, now that they do like fidget spinners and fidget cubes and this kind of yeah. stuff, like they actually make things specifically for that. It's been yeah, really yeah. good. So right now I have wow. a fidget. I have a fidget spinner. I have a fidget cube, which is yeah, this yeah, product yeah. that's made that's awesome. That has just like each side of the cube has like a different thing to mess with. I need it. I need it. Or but I. But you don't know crazy. you're doing it. <laughs> no. Well, I understand that I'm. No, I know I'm doing it. But it's like if I don't have stuff on the desk that's specifically built for fidgeting, I ah. will just pick something up and start fidgeting with it. And if it's something that I like. You know, it's like it might break. You know what I mean? Or, or yeah, it's yeah, not. Yeah, 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 yeah. I used wow. to have, I used to have for a long time. If you those little gyro balls, you guys know what those are? Where like it's, it's almost like it's, it's like a ball gyroscope. So it's a little rotating part and has an outer sheath. So you put like you wind up a little string on it and you go vroom and you pull it and it starts spinning. And if you rotate it with your hand, you can kind of keep the spinning oh, yeah, yeah, going yeah. indefinitely. Oh, yeah. oh, right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it also kind of sounds there's like an, like an airplane taking off, you know, right next to you. So like when I was working in an office, <laughs> my coworkers were like, Colin, you got to stop it with that thing. Yeah, so I was like oh, you're running a lawnmower right, yeah. in the cube next to me. That was a fun one. <laughs> Maybe you can try the large field of breasts. <laughs> I should. No, I have a poppet up there too, yeah. Traffic jams, tailgating, pile-ups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. 
The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. All right. And we have a last segment. Chris. Yes. Uh, I don't know about you guys. I'm feeling super chill right now, but I could be even more relaxed. So I think you should listen to some relaxing tunes. Now, in 2019, there was a survey of 2,000 British people asking them what their most relaxing songs were, like what songs they found are to be the most relaxing. Chillest. Out of this came a list of 30 songs that were published after this survey. <laughs> and from, from this list of 30, I have pulled 10 songs. So we're going to have a good old-fashioned music round. All um, right. All yay. right. So the way we're going to do this is Karen and Colin, you are on a pub trivia team and I'm your quiz master. So please feel free to work together to come up with one answer. And let's see if you can chase that elusive, great, pleasant feeling of scoring that perfect 10 out of 10 music round. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, So you're going to listen to a song clip and you're going to try to name the artist. Okay. Artist. Okay. Okay. All right. Me and Colin. We're going to rock it. Let's do it. <laughs> I I hope that if you come with by your powers combined, you can you can do this. So yes, I love easy listening now. It's easy, <laughs> yes. So all of these are are supposed to be uh, relaxing songs as voted by this you know by this survey. <laughs> two thousand British people, British most people relaxing two British people. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. So let's go ahead and here is clip number one. I want to sleep with you in the desert tonight With a billion stars all around Yeah, the desert tonight, a billion stars all around. It is very relaxing. Uh, Karen, <laughs> yes. Karen, I got this one. That is 100%. That is the eagle. That is, that is the eagles, for sure. Okay. For sure. Woof! Sweat. Yeah. I, know. Peaceful, I was like, I don't know. Uh, peaceful, easy feeling there. Very good. Yes. The, the eagles. Peaceful, easy feeling. Yes. Yes, indeed. So you, that's great. That's point number one. Let's move on to clip number two. oh no words but we know but you know know. you know the artist okay hold on we're working together right don't worry about happy Bobby yeah. Bobby McFerrin. McFerrin. Okay. Bobby McFerrin. Bobby No McFerrin, featuring, yes. no parentheses in the <laughs> yeah, song title. Yeah, right, right, right. No parentheses right. in the, no, there are no parentheses in the song title. Yeah. No featuring, Bobby McFerrin featuring MC Scat Cat. No, it is. It is <laughs> Bobby McFerrin. All right. He actually does, I, I was looking at uh, the Freight and Salvage out there in Berkeley, and he 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 will do like a, a week long thing, like a seminar that you can attend and, and he'll teach you. He'll te- It's like a, a whole music seminar where you like get together with people and everybody makes music together or sort of a thing. Yeah. So uh, chill. I can see that. I can see that. Yep. Chill. Yep. yep. All right. Well, we're going to, we're going to keep it chill with clip number three.
Maroon nope. 5, you know she will be loved. Maroon 5, yes, she will be loved. Very good. Yeah. Chris, you have to get into your like light rock DJ. <laughs> <laughs> and that was Maroon 5. And okay. she well, will be loved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're three for three so far. Okay, yes, Eagles, okay. Bobby McFair, Maroon 5, she will be loved. All right, let's move on. Another relaxing one. Throwing it back a little bit. Clip number four. Oh, I need, I need, I need your help, Colin. That that one is uh, another definite on that. That is that is Simon and Garfunkel. Oh, um, yeah, classic. But not the Rosemary Time song. Yeah. No. Do you know the name of the song? Uh, I believe it's just uh, America, right? It is uh, America. Yeah. Yeah. Simon and Garfunkel, America. That's a great song. I, it always made me feel a little melancholy. I don't know about relaxed. I guess melancholy is maybe, you know, in the relaxed <laughs> sphere. Family. Again, yeah. if you disagree with the song choices, don't <laughs> talk to me. Talk to 2,000 <laughs> 2, Britons. Yeah. Take it up with them. Somehow, Simon and Garfunkel, <laughs> America, ended up on their list of the <laughs> And for our next relaxing number... Coming in at clip number five. <laughs> and wondering what dress to wear now. I say a little prayer for you. Forever and forever. You stay in my heart and I will love you forever and forever. Okay. Say a little prayer. Dion Warwick? Uh, I, that sounded like Is this uh, a cover? That sounded like uh, it might be Aretha singing that one. We have a little oh, bit of a boy. disagreement here on clip number yeah, five. Yeah, yeah. What do you Rock think? Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Aretha Franklin. Let's let's just go with. All that. right, let's do it. It is Aretha. Aretha yes! Franklin. I say a little oh. prayer. Nicely spotted. Yes. We're moving on with another relaxing number. Clip number six. I had to find you. Tell you I need you Tell you I set you apart Oh, that's, man. I mean, that's relaxing. It's relaxing. It's depressing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I know you know this one, right? Yeah, I was, is it Coldplay? I didn't feel solid the about scientist. that. The Scientist. It's the music video where he's backwards. Also, it's very uh, sad. <laughs> Yes, it's Coldplay, The Scientist. Yes. The Scientist. Good job. Still still doing well here. You still got that. Wow. You're still, We're going to gold star this out of 10. Six out of 10 so far. All right, let's keep going with relaxing tune. Clip number seven. Mine is the sunlight. Mine is the morning. Oh, man. Born of the Chris, it's like you've got the, you uh, the soundtrack me. from my uh, junior high camp oh experience my here, man. Uh -oh, I just, uh -oh. Simon and Garfunkel, <laughs> Eagle, I just all these classic rock what blasts is this? from the past. Yeah. I, I, I am fairly certain that this one is uh, Cat Stevens. Okay, sounds um, like him. Yeah, it is. In fact, 
Cat Stevens, Morning is Broken. Now, he recorded under the name Cat Stevens, currently oh. touring under... Actually, he well, he changed his name to uh, Yusuf, uh, but mm-hmm. he's now touring under the name Yusuf slash Cat Stevens. <laughs> oh. just, just so everybody knows. <laughs> all right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, okay. We're all clear slash. on who it is. Yeah. Cat <laughs> uh, Stevens, uh, recording artist, acceptable. Yes. All right. Seven for seven so far. Let's move on to relaxing tune number eight. Put your records on three. It's three names. Corinne Ray Bailey Ray. It is Corinne Bailey Ray. Yes. All right. Oh, nice job. A little curveball for you guys there, but you got it. I was really hoping you'd have something on that one, Karen. Yes. Corinne Bailey Ray, put your records on. And let's put another record on (laughs) my record. I mean, clip underscore nine dot MP3. I'm feeling electric tonight. Cruising down the coast, going about 99. That is Lana Del Rey. Okay. Yeah. Summertime sadness. That's it. Lana Del Rey. Summertime sadness. Woo! Nicely done. Nicely done. Well, you guys are nine four nine. It's like we're British people in twenty nineteen. <laughs> it's like British, you you have a, yes, exactly. Like a wag bag, you have soaked up all the knowledge of two thousand British people and gelled it uh, and uh, synthesized it into into a a so far batting a thousand perfect trivia round. Just one question left. Just one clip oh, left no. on our. Clip of 10 relaxing tunes. This is clip number 10. When I saw the break of day. Oh, yeah. I wish that I could fly away. Instead of kneeling in the sand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That is legitimately relaxing. Yeah. On this just... list, I think that's probably my number one. And yep. that's that's uh that's uh Nora Jones, right? Is that yep. who it... yeah, okay, all right, okay. All don't right. know why. Don't know why. Nora Jones don't know why. That's it. That's the ten out of ten. Congratulations. <laughs> you guys did it. There were, there were some curveballs on there for sure. Now, of course, we're all parents who all watch Sesame Street, so we know Nora Jones was on Sesame Street singing about the letter Y. I have not. Look that, look that that's one great. up. Look that's that great. one up if you if you want. Um, there is a bonus question that I had here. Not that you need the point or not, but uh, if you want to go for the uh, the eleventh uh, bonus point on this, um, of the thirty songs on this list, uh, one Beatles song appears on the list. Oh. Which one is? It? Oh. Okay, okay. It's gonna, most it's relaxing. Let it be. I mean, let it be is I mean a classic, but it gets it gets rocking and it's got yeah, yeah, it's got a big big finish and same thing with Hey Jude. Hey Jude is like 
at the end, ja, da, ja, da, ja, yeah. you know, it's like it's like, oh yo, too intense. I yeah, yesterday's not bad, yes, Karen. Yesterday. That, that's that's pretty good for first just kind of come to the top. For a person there. who doesn't know Beatles. It is let it be. Oh. It is let it be. That was on the list. Now you're right, it is kind of weird because by the end of it it does start rocking and getting really like amped <laughs> yeah. up. Yes, but I think people were <laughs> okay. just thinking about the the beginning of Let It Be. <laughs> okay, right. Yes. Right. But right. it is also Let It on, Be. Used to be Fair. on Sesame Street. Letter B. Letter Let B. B. Mm-hmm. I, did I ever do this quiz? Okay, if I never if I've never done this quiz, anybody listening, you're a quiz master, have to do a music theme quiz. I wanted to do a, a nepotism music quiz. Oh. <laughs> Nora Jones is yeah. the daughter of Ravi Shankar, who's also sure, a musician. Yeah. yeah. Jake, Jake Dylan. Jake Dylan and Bob Dylan. Bob Boy, you Dylan. know what, Karen? It's like, I, I feel like I started putting a quiz like this together at one point, too. And I wonder if I ever finished it. I don't know if we did this on Miley the show. Miley Cyrus, Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah. The Phillips. Oh, sure. Wilson mm-hmm. Phillips. Yeah. Right, right. Mm-hmm. yeah. I don't think we have, yeah. <laughs> well, now I'm not gonna, because we just gave, like, <laughs> half yeah. of the quiz. Gave it all away. So, yeah. But, hey, if you're a, a trivia quiz master at a pub trivia and you need a music round, use that. Yeah, have yeah. at it. Send, send us a dollar. <gasps> all right. And that is our show. Thank you guys for joining me, and thank you guys, listeners, for listening in. Hope you learned stuff about wag bags, about desk toys, about relaxing and about the music taste of 2000 British people in 2019. You can find us on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, and on all podcast apps and on our website, goodjobbrain.com. This podcast is part of Airwave Media Podcast Network. Visit airwavemedia.com to listen and subscribe to other shows like Movie Therapy, Who Did What Now, and All Creatures. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.